Hey guys, welcome back to the Black and the Beast podcast. I know that it has been so long and I do apologize, but at the end of the day, I am not one to make excuses. If you guys listen, you know that. Uh, so I'm just going to be honest and transparent. I have been up to shit and it's not more important than this shit, but this shit I feel takes a little bit more uh, psychologically and mentally and not for like any dramatic reasons, but just because you got to mentally prepare to be open with people and to talk about things and to do things and all types of shit and I was just featured on a podcast not too long ago and one of the things we talked about was just the difficulties of maintaining a podcast as an individual uh coming up with things and I don't think that that is as hard for me but I do think that it does get kind of taxing depending on what the time of the year is uh and I did just recently express to my best friend that like Black and the Beast, we talk about the beauties of black, being black, but we also talk about the beast we deal with. And in talking about the beast we deal with, sometimes that can get dark. And though we manage to find the light at the end of the tunnel and we manage to see the light in all of these situations, I do feel that a lot of them have been really dark. So this episode is not necessarily going to focus on the darkness. It's not necessarily going to focus on the lightness. I'm just going to be honest. It's probably going to be one of the most random episodes of a podcast that you've ever heard. And I think at some point there'll probably be a thing because I am who I am. But in the meantime, I'm just going to talk about anything that I can think of. And we're going to take time. And if this runs into two episodes, then we'll go ahead and leave it at that. But I do want to thank you guys for being patient. I do want to thank you guys for coming back and enjoy the show. I really appreciate it. All right. And before we get into the episode, I do want to put like a shameless plug. I have a couple of things that I have been working on, like I said, not to make excuses. Uh, One thing is the physical copy of the book, uh, something I've always wanted. You can find that on Amazon. I'll go ahead and link it in the app, uh, in the bio or in the description. Um, And then also I have a company that I started called Jiggy Candle. Uh, Basically, they're aromatherapy candles crystal candles uh they're very aesthetically pleasing and they smell well so if you're interested in that i'll go ahead and link that too um and then i'll share some of the information on instagram and on facebook pages and all of that so you guys will you know be able to have opportunity to become a little bit more acclimated with that but if you are interested go ahead and look at that and thank you let's get to the show All right, welcome back. Uh, And like I said, before, you know, we got into the breaks and everything, um, when it comes down to this episode, I think that it's probably going to be a more random episode. The reason why is because one, it's been so long. Two, we're in a situation where two months feels like forever. And three, like so much has happened that I can honestly say that we might not even get into everything in one episode. So, to alleviate the amount of time and the thought process that you guys haven't had access to. Um, I'm just going to go off the top of my head with the things that I feel are most important in the order, not necessarily that I feel that they're most important, but that they come for me. Uh, I feel like the first thing that we can talk about in the most, mm, I could say this is probably one of the most important things to me right now, is the idea of us doing what makes us happy. 
the reason why I want to go into that first is because we can start out with some optimism. We can start out with some positivity. We can feel that together. And then we can go into the other things because this is going to be an up and down episode. The reason why I feel that it's important for us to think about doing what makes us happy in particular is because after the last year, we've experienced so many different traumas that have been personified, uh, so many things that have materialized that a lot of us thought that we would never see. And a lot of us thought that it was history. And it has been systemic and systematic. So we've witnessed these things that we've lived with every day, but then we've also gotten to put like a microscope on the systems and how they effectively work in contrast with our real lives and us as human, as, as human beings. Um, the reason why I think it's important for us to do what we love is because in a COVID society, a lot of people lost a lot of things financially. A lot of people lost a lot of things spiritually and emotionally. A lot of people lost a lot of things tangibly, a lot of things that meant things to them, a lot of things that they felt that they worked really hard to get to. And it wasn't one of those things where they lost things that they worked hard individually uh, to get to. They lost things that they worked for in someone else's system. And when you do that, your direction disappears with whatever that is and whoever that's attached to. So when I say we have to do what makes us happy, I, I'm saying that, like, you know, from a reflective standpoint, if all my accomplishments disappeared with someone that's not attached to me, someone that doesn't care about my well-being, then where does that leave me? And if I can create that for myself and if I can create that for the people around me, even if that is working on nine to five, two nine to fives, even if that is trying to figure it out in a way that most people don't understand, at least when it all fails and when all hell breaks loose, I feel like I did what I could. I don't have to deal with the psychological impacts. I don't have to deal with the mental impacts of me being here and not feeling sufficient because I quote unquote wasn't put in a position for that to happen at the behest of the government. You have to do what is going to create a light within you because if you do not do that, then you leave your light in the palm of a hand that might not be there for forever. You don't know how that person or that entity got what they got. And at the end of the day, one thing about COVID, it showed us that if you did not get what you got the right way, that can disappear overnight. And if you got what you got the right way, it still can disappear overnight. You have to have something in you that will create something that can create something for others. And that's why you have to do what makes you happy because if we can create a network of joy, at least in the people around us, at least consciously in that capacity, then when this happens, if this happens again, if we ever witness this day again, or these days, or this last year again, at least it'll be a situation where you, you're fulfilled. Like that. <laughs> My bad, y'all. I am a mama. <laughs> and they do stay with their mama. So, but um, yeah, no, nah, I just feel like we have to figure out a way to navigate differently. And I feel like in evolution, when we think about where we have been, where we're going, a part of that has to come from us making a conscious decision to evolve and to grow 
and to do that together. And that's not going to include certain systems. It's not going to include certain things that we believe in. It's not going to include certain saviors that we create. At the end of the day, it's going to take us as humanity coming together and deciding, hey, let's do what makes us happy and maybe we can function. We've never decided to explore it that way. We haven't had the opportunity to as a community. So I think in us doing so, we have to, we have to try. We have to try to purchase land and create our own neighborhoods and police our own neighborhoods. We have to try to put ourselves in a position where equity isn't the only thing that we're looking for. Yeah, we want equality. Yeah, we want equity. But at the end of the day, you can leave me the fuck alone. At this point, I know how to live. I'm grown. I got kids. Like, you literally have to create within your community so that if this ever happens, we can have a barrier like Wakanda. <laughs> like, your plane gonna crash at this bitch. We just have to get to the point where we start to look at things from that capacity. And I really feel that we're we're, we're on our way, but we have to be conscious about it. And in the realm of that being something that we're becoming or we decide to be more conscious about, the second thing that I wrote down, I feel kind of goes in correlation with that is spirituality. And I think that for us as a people, we are reaching a point of freedom in our spirituality that isn't necessarily restrained to something that has been given to us. We're starting to explore and we're starting to try to understand things a little bit better. We're starting to understand what a taboo is. We're starting to understand why a taboo is. And in doing so, we are becoming a little bit more aware and not a little bit, actually a lot. And that is important too because I feel like a part of the reason why we have been where we've been is because our spirit has been stripped away in a capacity. And when the the spirit is stripped away, you just have, you kind of have a zombie just walking around. Something that's not consciously, like you didn't give up by choice, you had to. You're put in a position where this infectious thing created something in you and you don't have a way out of it. But at the end of the day, I think that when you reintroduce a spirit to a people, you reinvigorate them. You add a, a fire to something and you don't know if that something is flammable itself. And so I think that with us kind of exploring things and not being so timid, I think that is also very important for us to start looking into our spirituality, not necessarily just religion, but look into your spirituality from a non-biased perspective. If you know that there's something about you that feels different when you walk in a room, it's okay to explore that and it's okay to try to understand that because at the end of the day, that is all we have. That's what's gotten us through. That's what got our ancestors through and that's what's going to get our children through. So at the end of the day, we need to explore that and we need to strengthen that too, because within the community, I think that that spirit is what makes the difference. That spirit is what allows you to decide, I'm going to employ my people. That spirit is what allows you to have in the back of your head, what can I do for myself and for my children and for the wealth of their friends and my friends and my family. So I think that that's something that we have to actually pay attention to. We got to explore a little bit more and in and depth. If you notice the numbers, look it up. Does it hurt anybody? Like, at the end of the day, what are we doing to ourselves? We run from things that are unfamiliar and that feel different, but we, like, neglect the fact that we are different. 
so different that everyone makes us aware that we're different. So in that, why not? Why not be a little different? I feel like our spirituality, when you think about things like this shift that we talked about and that we memed for a whole month, when you think about just the fact that like zodiacs and and intuits and like people, not necessarily that they're taking them more seriously, but they're just paying attention to them differently. I think that that's very much so relevant to our experience right now. And it's more relevant than we want to give it credit to those dreams that you're having at night, those like chills that you have randomly, all of those things are relevant. And it's hard for us to accept that because we have been conditioned and taught to run away from it. So I think that in all of these things that we're doing, we have to remember our spirit. Your spirit is the only thing that keeps your mental strong. If you didn't have a spirit, you wouldn't have a strong mind. Like keep that in mind. But we're going to take a uh, short break, and then we'll be right back. Uh, I'm going to get into a few additional points that I wrote down. And if there's anything else that comes up in the process, we're going to get into that too. Thank you guys for listening, and we'll be right back. I'm back with the shameless plugs as per the use the book go get the book it's called something I've always wanted it's on Amazon you can get the hard copies of that if you're local to Vegas let me know DM me I'll go ahead and place an order for you you can get it on the low uh, and also if you want some candles I got candles I got a website it's called www.jiggycandle.com just candle no s and uh, you can place an order mention the show I'll hook you up uh, bye bye Alrighty, welcome back. You know, uh, the next thing that I'm going to get into, uh, and rest in peace, Nips, this is in in kind of the realm of the marathon continues. I want to talk about the idea of a journey. Let's do it. <laughs> I want to talk about a journey because I feel that in the, in the, the sake of, of the last year, we got to realize and we got to redefine important, what's important to us and what's important to the people around us. And the reason why I want to talk about the journey is because if you focus on the journey and the milestones and the experiences within that, then things like this last year ain't going to hit you as hard. This is all a part of it. God's plan, right? Like, we have to focus on the journey. We have to focus on the experience. You have to understand that it's not always going to be easy. You have to understand that you'll go from five lessons to 40 to 400. You have to understand that the journey is what you're going to tell your kids about, the goods and the bads. The journey is where you're going to be able to teach people. The journey is where you're going to be able to, to be understood. You feel me? So like at the end of the day, like we have to, we have to understand that we're going to be all right. For some reason, most people are all right when it's all said and done. And if you focus on small, isolated situations, because if you're alive, you get to live a Cicely Tyson life. This one year is just one year. This two years is just two years, right? You get to live long enough to smile and see a different type of day. Don't let this speck 
stop you from focusing on the fact that in a journey, every movie, every book, every song, every form of art you follow and experience, you have your ups, you have your downs, you have your highs, and you have your lows. Same shit, different phrases. You have to appreciate and respect the fact that all of this is a part of what it's supposed to be a part of. It is all a part of your Moana story, your Tiana story, your Hercules, your Simba, your Aladdin. It's all a part of that. You have to go through whatever it is that has to be gone through for you to get to a certain spot. Let's try to focus on that. Let's try to focus on growing and evolving in a way that most people don't want to understand. And that's for yourself. Let's focus on setting boundaries so that our path is aligned. You need a sidewalk. You need people that stand on the side and just watch. You need people that run with you. You feel me? You need people that hate what you're doing. We're human beings. At the end of the day, that snake in the garden. You need all of the functioning parts, and they're not always going to feel good when you talk to them or when you meet them, when you encounter them. Some of them are going to feel great. Some of them aren't. But you have to understand that it's all a part of the journey. And you don't know what is destined for you. But you can't know when you're focused on a hurdle. Like I said, this is a random ass fucking episode. I'm just going off the top of the head. And I think that that's something that's important for us to keep in mind throughout this year and also throughout our past. We gotta, we have to, we've lived through 2020. So at this point, we have to understand that we can give ourselves grace in the past too as well. We can look back and go, okay, that's just a part of the journey. It's not forever. People losing houses, people losing, losing cars, careers, family. Those aren't forever things, but they're things that feel like forever. And you have to get to the point where you understand that these are all things that are a part of a journey. And you're up, you're alive, you're listening to this podcast, you're breathing air. You have to get to the point where you understand that this is all a collective part of the journey. You have to pull from that spirit in you. You have to do what's going to make that light shine because we've gotten a sea where as a part of the journey, sometimes it rains. Sometimes it rains. Sometimes people put poison in water. Sometimes that happens. So we have to learn how to mentally prepare and we have to learn how to put ourselves in a position where we can survive that. If you're surviving, let it be that. I posted a status on my personal Facebook not too long ago, and it said, I wish more people would have taught us how to start over. Because what we don't realize is, though we're working on one collective journey and one collective path, we start over a lot in that journey. It's like NASCAR, you know? It's like you're in the same race, but like every once in a while, you got to pull over, get some new parts. You got to pull over, fill up. Like, that's literally what we're doing. And we don't allow ourselves the time or the compassion to think of it that way. Like, sometimes you have to rest. That's the grace in being a human being.
we're not out here looking over our shoulders. And when we are, it's because someone else is consciously forcing that. That's just the truth. Like I said, random episode, even in that, in 2020, in remembering that it's a journey, a lot of people have been put in situations where domestic violence is a thing, emotional uh, abuse, psychological abuse. 2020 has forced us to deal with other people's demons. This is a part of the journey. That is a hurdle that's gonna force you to decide you. And you have to take it that way. Can't get discouraged by certain things, you know? And I feel like that's why we have to work on aligning all of those things, those three things, because that's going to help us to get through the rest of this shit, because the rest of this is out of our control. We have no say. We have no opinion. We have no no way to navigate it outside of figuring it out together. And we've gotten to see in the last year, we're trying to figure it out separately politically. It just don't work. People out here needing stimulus checks and shit like that. And we're leaving it up to a bunch of dudes who have not been impacted by COVID at all to make those decisions. Which leads me to the next point that I got randomly written down. COVID. Hmm. COVID. When I think about COVID, COVID to me is like the childhood trauma and the abusive relationship. It's kind of like the catalyst of everything. It uh, It's the reason. But it's not an excuse. I feel like COVID has put all of us in a position where you can see the people around you and their conscious decisions. Like They don't realize that like in order for us to get out of this, it's going to take sacrifice from both parts. So like if you have childhood trauma, I have to decide consciously that I want to be here and deal with this with you. And you're a narcissist. You force your ideologies that come from trauma onto me. White people and this anti-mask shit and politicizing a virus is trash to me. And I can say that it's trash to me because people have died and are dying. And so are you and your people. And at this point, Regardless of if masks make a difference, mental health and the mental stability of American people matter. And I am so tired of the most entitled group of people on this earth, literally, like, side sidebar, just to, like, point it out. When we talk about the history of <laughs> the descendants of Caucasus Mountain and we look at the idea of rape, pillaging, and plunder to get what you want. Um, we look at the entitlement behind destro- destroying everything and leaving someone else to clean up the mess. That capital shit was precisely that. The reason why for black and brown and melanated people in general, the reason why we were able to look at that for what it was, is because we have something in us that will make us think before we do that. Think about the humanity. It's not necessarily just a fear. It's, I gotta get home to my kids. It's that. They shitted on walls and left it for someone else to clean it up. If they would have cornered an AOC, if they would have cornered a Nancy Pelosi, they would have raped. I don't give a fuck to say it. 
like it is one of those situations where in that we got to watch entitlement and the idea of being able to purchase a plane ticket in the middle of a pandemic to get from California to the DC or anywhere to the DC or to DC, being able to destroy so much, being able to go home, get to an airport alive, and then getting granted bail for this, this is not an unfamiliar thing. This is what they do. So just wanted to point that out. But to go back to the entitlement and then the destruction for just America in general or just us as a people, fuck America. America's an idea for the human beings that make up this country, the ones who built this country. At the end of the day, it, it baffles me how we always sacrifice so much in ourselves. We not fucking able to breathe in these masks. You have people out here that can't fucking breathe in these masks. I don't care what anybody has to say. At the end of the day, they're in the way. We don't not, we're not born with a fucking mask on our face, bro. We're not born with a layer of fiber or a cloth in between our fucking faces. It's uncomfortable for all of us. It's uncomfortable for all of us to not be able to fucking see our people, for all of us to not be able to go to movie theaters, to not be able to go to functions, for there to not be a Coachella, for there to not be this massive NFL situation when it comes down to the Super Bowl. It is traumatic for all of us, but we will sacrifice that so we can fucking see tomorrow. And it is not your fucking right at any point in time to make that decision for me or for my fucking kids, bro. I am over the fact that when you look at COVID, all it has done is put a flag flashlight on a narcissistic thought process. It has put a, fa- a flashlight on entitlement. It has put a flashlight on a societal issue that has created a trauma and that has been the fucking Achilles heel to this country. You are the destruction of this country. You are the reason why I'm paranoid about my fucking kid who's about to be able to start pre-K being in a classroom full of other fucking kids. You are that. At the end of the day, I don't give a fuck what you feel about your rights. I have rights as well, even though you don't want that to exist. We have rights as well. When we sit here and we look at the fact that when you go outside, there are people out loud upset at the fact that there was this an election, there was a, an election that didn't go the way that they wanted it to go, and this COVID stuff is all politics and blah, 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 blah. Babies have died, bitch. I'm over it. I think all of us are fucking over it. The same motherfuckers that refuse to fucking wear masks and that plan fucking protest through the aisles of Target are the ones who were smearing shit on walls. And we want them to feel like they have the same rights as us. They kept the money out of the wrong fucking neighborhoods. Period. You fucking burnt down cities that we built to separate ourselves from these fucking things just to go and shit on walls. We're going to take a break and we will be back. We're going to get into the rest of the episode, but I want that to simmer. I really do. Because a cancer is a cancer, and toxic is toxic, and poison is poison. And at the end of the day, for the network of the human body, we have to figure out a way 
to rectify the problem that this country has created in a psychological capacity that we can't kill. You can't kill it. You can fucking, you can be a part of genocide. Morally, you won't fuck with it after the fact. And if you do, that's up to you. I don't give a fuck. But that won't change the fact that that seed has been planted and the residue is there. Sit on that because fuck this COVID shit. And it's not fuck this COVID shit because COVID or because it's just been depressing and I've been stuck in the house. Fuck them. Fuck them. The government ain't did shit. These motherfuckers sat at y'all desks with their feet up. Fresh shit in the creases of their boots. And you're sitting there today. It's just crazy to me. I don't know. But we'll be right back. Thank you. I'm back with the shameless plugs as per the use. The book, go get the book. It's called Something I've Always Wanted. It's on Amazon. You can get the hard copies of that. If you're local to Vegas, let me know. DM me. I'll go ahead and place order for you. You can get it on the low. Uh, and also, if you want some candles, I got candles. I got a website. It's called www.jiggycandle.com. Just candle, no S. And uh, you can place order. Mention the show. I'll hook you up. Uh, bye-bye. All right, and the last, I'll go, I'll be comfortable with this being the last one, and then we can get into some other shit in the next episode, because there is going to be another episode, of course, Uh, but last thing in the vein of Black and the Beast is mental health. I really feel like it's important for us to talk about that, because if you plant a seed, you are to water it, and I think that I would be irresponsible to not water that seed that I and so many other people have been planting, and that is focus on your fucking mental health. Set boundaries. Say no when you need to. Say yes when you want to, and if you're going to say yes and you don't want to, Attach it to a sacrifice for somebody you want to do things for. Take care of yourself. We are in a different time. Depression don't look the same right now. Anxiety don't look the same right now. Bipolar, anything, it doesn't look the same right now. Because right now, the one thing that we had the privilege of being able to do, being able to see each other in public and notice when something wrong, We don't have that the same way. It's okay to say when you need someone to talk to and when you need someone in general, it's okay to do that. Focus on tackling that thing that you don't want to say out loud. Focus on tackling the obstacles that are yours, not the obstacles that are other people's. Focus on you. It is okay. I am 26, about to be 27, and it took the last two years, three years of my life for me to understand and accept the fact that, like, bro, I can carry the rock and the burden on my shoulder for myself because I can answer for that, and I can take accountability and responsibility for that. But not everybody does that, and not everybody is quick to take on their own shit and try to save you from their shit. Take care of yourself. 
in the most selfless way possible. And that might sound like a contradiction, but you can take care of yourself and not alter yourself as a person. Stay in the true essence of who you are. Stay in the grace of who you are and talk if you need to. Cry if you need to. Find safety and solace in the ones you can find safety and solace in and reach out to them. Be a part of them if you need to. But at the end of the day, you have to move. You have to do. You have to grow and you have to evolve. It is time. It is time for you to own what is yours. And it is time for you to have what is yours, to touch it, not just own it and loan it out, like to own it and to use it, to appreciate it, to go to sleep on it, wake up to it. It's time. And in doing so, you have to clear out the things that don't belong because they cannot come with you into your truth. The lies of yesterday have to stay in yesterday. And you have to allow yourself the grace and compassion to understand that those things happened, that they existed. Some of them you allowed to happen, some you didn't, but move on. Easier said than done. It's gonna take every day of your life. It's gonna take sometimes looking at your kids and saying that they are the reason. Sometimes you're gonna wake up and you're just not gonna wanna do shit and you might have to cater to that spirit but you can't do it every day. You have to be conscious and understanding that you are a part of this as well. So when you think about the journey, when you think about the spirit, when you think about the mental health, when you think about living through a COVID situation, when you think about all of these things, you have to consciously go into an understanding that the only difference in your life and other people's lives when it comes down to these things is you. The only difference in the people who know your name, the only difference in their lives is you. There are a thousand factors, but you can only be where you are. Water that seed so you can be as much of you as you need to be in order to allow people and allow yourself to truly thrive. Let go of what you have to let go of. Let today be the day, the catalyst to that. I don't know. But find what it is that you need to find in yourself and go. Run. Jump. Fly. And if you fall, get up. As long as you got air in your, your, your body, as long as you have a, a working heart, as long as your your mental health is there, and even if it's not, it's a journey, right? Like, literally sit back, breathe, and focus on how you're actually going to get through this and how you're going to be fulfilled at the end. If you got to sacrifice and you got to do it the hard way, what's next? Where's your beach? Where's your sunset? Where's your sunrise? You have to get there. You literally have to. If you don't, then somebody else will. And it's not about their life, it's about yours. What will you be comfortable with watching? That's literally the last thing that I wanted to touch on, but I want you guys to sit on that. 
I'm going to change my approach in things. I'm going to become more personable. Uh, I'm just going to be so true to myself that I wanted to inspire you guys to do that. And I want you to inspire other people to do that as well, because nobody can tell you what your truth is. Nobody can challenge you on what your truth is. Nobody but you. And we have to get to the point where we can evolve outside of the challenges to our truth. Float in the fact that duality exists. Float in it. So for everything that feels terrible, there's heaven or something like it on the other side. You have to understand that. You have to cater to that spirit. And remember, it's not overnight, but every conscious decision will lead to your liberation. We're going to get to a shout out or two, and then I'm going to let you guys sit on the randomness of this episode. I really hope that you were able to get something out of it. This I've been not necessarily putting it off. I wanted to do uh, the first episode definitely in January, but I feel like maybe there's something to the fact that it's February 2nd, 2021. Um, I think that, like I said, in my journey of spirituality, I'm sitting here looking at this 222 and it's like really dope. It's relevant to me, might be irrelevant to you, but in wanting to get it done in January, I also realized that January is fucking traumatic for us. Like, our thought process, a lot of shit happened and we survived it. And like, welcome to black history month. Welcome. And like, let's, let's go ahead and like, let's move on into this year and let's, let's manifest and let's work and let's faith and work to something dope, bro. Thank you guys for listening. Enjoy the rest of whatever it is that you're doing. All right, shout out, shout out, shout out. So, if you know anything about me, you know that I am extra down for supporting black businesses. And I want all of us to grow and I want all of us to be able to employ thy neighbor. I want all of us to be able to liberate our people and I want all of us to have some form of generational wealth. I feel like we can make it. And in doing so, I started a business myself because I want to inspire people to do things that are crazy ass off the wall that makes sense to you and nobody else. But in the meantime, I also decided that I want to partner with other businesses and I want to redefine certain things. So my thought process is what if we took Black Friday and removed it from just that stigmatized capitalistic American buy TV shit and we made Black Fridays about black businesses and we all partnered up to bring you things that you can actually use that aren't not, I mean, that aren't uh, uh, like 99 cent store brands overpriced or that aren't like bullshit and not quality things that are overpriced. And so in doing so, I partnered up with the homie and the homie who is into bath and body and hair care and all of the things that keep you pretty she put together some some bath and body things and I put together some candles to complement those things so you can set an aesthetic for you and your loved ones if you wanted to buy it now 
I'm going to put all of the information into a post. I'm going to put it into the details of the podcast, but I want you to go and check it out. We're selling Valentine's Day sets, where it's bath and body sets with candles. So you kind of have your aesthetic set up with safe Valentine at home. You can put together dinner, date night, and then enjoy yourself. We'll go ahead and ship that out to you where you can go ahead and like if you're a Vegas local, pick it up. We drop it off. We can discuss that later. But go ahead and check it out. You can go to Instagram. That's going to be at glow underscore with underscore me underscore. There's going to be mine and that's at Jiggy Candles with an S unlike the website. Both Instagrams, both Facebooks have pictures of what these amazing little kits look like. And I think that if you truly, truly are grown and sexy, you care about the dinner, but you also care about the seasoning on top of your dessert, if you get what I'm saying. So go ahead and check it out. Like I said, this is going to be a thing. So I'm going to try to get together with like other brands, other companies, and we're going to just bring you some dope ass shit collectively. But thank you for listening. My child beckons. All love. Have a blessed one.